0: Hi everyone, my name is Rob Maiolo and welcome to episode number 13 of the Hi Hikiki Podcast. A podcast about industry, entrepreneurship, and life from a person that's ha-hucks uh, huh, at all three. Um, how are you? Welcome to Monday. Um, I am currently in Boston Logan Airport, which might explain why you hear really annoying, cheesy music in the background. Um, but there's no quiet place without this music, so I'm just going to have to record here. Um, I spent the weekend in Boston, and it was absolutely incredible. Uh, Our flight was delayed about four or five hours on Friday. I left after work. Um, There was four flights going from Toronto to Boston, and ours was the only one that didn't get uh, canceled. So we got really lucky. Uh, I went with my buddy Brian. He is sitting over there watching the bags. Um, there is a state trooper walking by, and he 's looking at me really weirdly because i 'm talking on um, to myself <laughs> um yeah, great weekend got in on friday uh didn 't get to the Airbnb till like eleven or eleven thirty uh took an Uber to the city, had a lot of good drinks Saturday walked around the city, had an awesome time uh just you know a lot of really great restaurants and great seafood and just good walking around, good people uh pretty good parties. I was at a, we were at some, I don't know, just some bar, and this was actually on the Friday, and, uh, the, there was a band performing in the basement, and, uh, I'm just kind of like standing there listening to the music, uh, and there was a, a girl who, one of the girls, there was a guy and a girl singing, and the girl who was singing kind of looked like Danica Patrick, so I'm just standing there, like, mesmerized, <laughs> and, uh, All of a sudden, I feel something hit me in the head, and then all of a sudden, I hear glass shatter, and I'm like, what the fuck, did someone just throw a pint glass in my head, and I turn around to my buddy Brian, I'm like, what the fuck was that, and he's like, the light bulb just fell out of the fucking, (laughs) out of the light fixture, and like a Three Stooges movie just, bam, hit me right in the head, thankfully didn't shatter, Um, and then hit the ground and shattered, Um, so that was a good time, Uh, a little weird. And then, uh, and then Sunday, we went. They had a seafood festival just by happenstance. The, we ended up going to the seafood festival, which was a lot of good time. Uh, a lot of good uh, seafood, obviously, uh, really fresh. They had a beer garden right by the water. See the boats go by. Uh, we went to Harpoon Brewery, which was such a cool place, and had a lot of really good beer. We went to Sam Adams Brewery on Saturday which was awesome as well, a lot of drinking, as always, pretty bearded out right now, and then uh, went to all the universities, walked around, and then uh, went to the Red Sox game, and I don't know if you saw the Red Sox game, but it was fucking incredible, it was a snoozer, we were just playing, we went up on nothing, Uh, we were uh, standing on top of the green monster, which was sick, Uh, Betts hit a dinger, over the green monster, right over our heads, into the parking lot across the street, which was so sick to see. And then uh, we were up one nothing. and then a few innings later we're down 4-1, and then it's the bottom of the ninth. And we string together three runs to tie the game, thanks to a an error from the Yankees. The guy ha- could have just stepped on the third base, some reason throws it to first, uh, drops the ball, we tie the game, and then uh, we hit a walk-off double in the tenth to win it. So it was awesome, Uh, really, really uh, good game, cool experience, Boston's an awesome city, if you ever get a chance, come out here, it was sick walking around MIT, uh, Harvard campuses, I mean, it's the summer, so I guess there was not that many students, but just to, like, walk around, and, like, obviously, really well-kept, like, grounds, and, uh, you know, a lot of greenery, And it was cool to think, like, man, Barack Obama used to, like, run around here. Like, on his way to class. Fucking, like, just, like... (laughs) Like, like dropping his pencils and, like, fucking trying to pick them up and, like, trying to make his lecture. So it was, um... Yeah, it was really cool to see. It was really cool to see. Makes me wish I paid attention in school more. Every time I go to a place... Like, I go to Michigan every year to watch a... Wolverines game, and, like, when I was at, like, MIT, Harvard, um, yeah, it was, every time I go there, I'm like, why didn't I just fucking study, like, why didn't I just, like, it wasn't, it couldn't have been that hard, you know, just fucking go home, pick up a book, and read it for an hour, what else, what else was I doing, what was I doing at 12 years old that I couldn't fucking study for an hour, I'm not saying I would've went to Harvard, but I could've went to like, I don't know. Something better than Seneca College Markham campus that used to be a state farm building. And it like turned into a fucking college. I went to the university in England though, so I shouldn't I should not complain at all. Anyway, yeah, so that was my weekend. Um it was a good time. Uh Boston's an awesome city. Awesome people. Not as many Boston accents as I thought or hoped. I think Bill Burr uh, warped my opinion, but, uh, it was a really good time, uh, as far as Hikiki, uh, still plugging away with, the logo development, we finished, uh, the Beard bomb logo, the, uh, shampoo bar logo was almost finished, uh, and now we're working on the lip balm, we're trying to make it a B, first drawings came out, looks like an alien, so trying to figure out how we can <laughs> make it look like a bee and not an alien. Uh I ordered uh those boxes. I was talking about it last week, I think. Uh I ordered those boxes from Alibaba. Um spent the extra bucks for the shipping. Hopefully they get here relatively soon. And um yeah, so we're we're plugging away. First it's still early in August, so we might there's a fucking mouse in this airport. <laughs> And there he goes. That's that's fucking gross. Um, I don't think I'm going to go to Starbucks. Uh, Sorry, I got distracted. (laughs) Um, I ordered the boxes from Alibaba. Hopefully they get here. Um, I don't know about the September deadline. It's still early in August, so we'll see. we still got time, but let's see how it pans out. Um, The past week at work, however, was very interesting. I did a... A talk on Tuesday and Wednesday. Or, no, just the Tuesday. We had a conference Monday and Tuesday. Monday was just a bunch of executives talking, just kind of the same old rhetoric. Like, you know, we're doing great. Let's work on this. Uh, We're awesome. You matter. Stuff like that. And then day two was like a lot more, I guess, interactive. So a lot more like people in our department that you see every day they were talking. Um and there was like workshops and you're working with the people around you, so it was really good. So then I I went up there and talked. I did a me and another I guess coworker, we did a um we did like an empowerment speech for the associates. So it was we had like a half hour total. I took fifteen minutes and Uh, The other guy uh, took 15 minutes. Someone's walking by with a garbage can that's really squeaky. Can you hear that? There's also someone making a TSA announcement. All jaws and aerosols must be under 100 milliliters. Anyway, so we we did an empowerment speech. For the first 15 minutes, it was like the theory was we're going to give you both sides of the coaching table. So I, the lowly associate, will for the first 15 minutes will tell you like what it's like to be someone who's in the struggle of still trying to find who you are and, and what you're trying to do and become the best version of yourself. Um, and some of the things that have helped me and some things that I have noticed. However, the next 15 minutes, uh, the, the guy I did the talk with, he's a team manager. So he gave you the perspective on the other side of the coaching table. So he'd been team manager for 19 years. What are some things that he's noticed over his 19 years as a team manager? Uh, so it's kind of like you got both sides of the spectrum. I know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. But we still try to, I guess, give you something, uh, some sort of value. Um, so I think, um, I mean, I've got some time here. I'm just sitting in a fucking airport. Why don't I go over kind of, really high level what I talked about in the talk, because I think it'll help, it's helped me a lot, um, kind of navigate being an an associate and running my own gig, um, and kind of, it's really helped me realize, kind of, why I'm doing it, and the reasons I'm doing these things, um, so really I went up there, and I kind of set the, set the stage about, um, you know, going into your career, starting it, everything's awesome. You're so happy. You move downtown, new job, nice suits, cars, nice cars everywhere, um, good looking people. And and then you you start, and then, like, you know, 6, 12, 18 months later, reality sets in. Rent's expensive, drinks are expensive, you're not making as much money as you thought. You see a guy on your Instagram fucking looks like he's making two hundred grand a year, or some girl on your Instagram traveling every fucking four weeks, and you're like all of a sudden you start to be like, oh man, like, is this what's really like? Like this is tough. So what I did was I gave I talked about three questions that I think people should ask themselves really at any point. This music's really distracting. Some like weird sensual Korean music. Can you hear that? Yeah. Usually music's not this loud at an airport Anyway So I, I offer three questions that you should think about um, Especially when you're going through struggle And more specifically um, Just kind of in, in Like in your life in general Where you're trying to figure things out When you're trying to navigate like where you want to go And the things you want to do with your life So I propose three questions Number one Who do you want to be? Number two, how are you going to get there, and Number three, how do you stay the course? Those are three questions that I very often and I might argue too often think about um, but it it 's helped me become a lot more pur- purposeful with, with the things that i 'm doing and the actions i 'm trying to take and um, and you know thinking about why i 'm here and what am i what do I want to do while i 'm here so the I guess the key things that I tried to highlight in that talk for the question who do I want to be, I I tried to point out to people it's not what job do you want, it's not what car do you want to drive, it's not how much money do you want to make, it's not what job title or where do you want your office to be, it's who do you want to be as a human being. I feel like people don't ask themselves that question a lot and I didn't ask myself this question for a very long time in my life and in my career. It's the question is what environment do you want to surround yourself with? Um, what kind of people do you want to surround yourself with? Do you want to create? Do you want to inspire? Do you want to change? Do you want to right wrongs in this world? Uh, What legacy do you want to leave? Uh, How do you want people to think about you when you leave the room? It's much deeper than just, like, fucking cars and Netflix. Do you know what I mean? And I think the reason I shied away from it is because in that question, you're the boss. there's no one to blame, there's no one to turn to, your friends and family, the people you love, they they can't really help you answer that question, they can just kind of point you in certain directions and say, you might want to think of this, you might want to think of that, but the ultimate answer to the question, who do you want to be, first of all, I don't think you can ever fully have it, but I think that the journey of discovering that, it's all you, and you need to, you really need to take advantage of it. I love this fucking background music <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it but this song I'm so sick of the same old love is playing in the background and I'm trying to like get intense with this fucking hype up speech for you so yeah it's, it's asking yourself the question who do you want to be and, and what, you, what do you want to actually do with your life and your time here um, and I, I didn't ask myself this, lot, this question uh, for a long point in my time and then the trap I fell in, and I went over this in the talk, the, the trap that I fell into when I was trying to figure out this, the answer to this question is I would see other successful people, whether it be in real life or be online or on social media, and I would say, I want to be that person. I want what they have. Never really understanding that I can never be that person. I can try and achieve some of the things that they've achieved, and I can use that to inspire me, but I've never. you can never be that human being I fell in that trap more than anyone so I'm really trying to focus on okay how do I become the best version of Robert so how what can I do with who I am and what I'm good at and more importantly what I'm not good at and how do I use that to become the best version of me more than anything else not some diluted version of someone I see in my life or someone I see on on Instagram so that's been a big thing that I've been trying to work on um as far as the answer to the question who do I want to be and then so the question of how do you stay the course is you know once you have a general idea of who do you want to be or and where do you want to go okay so now how do you how do you going to get there so sorry the second question is how am I going to get there um so this is kind of your blueprint so if who you want to be is is point B um, and we're at point A How are you going to get there is the route So it's the left turn, the right turn Go do this, go do that Go meet that person, go take that course uh, Go travel to that country um, Go work on this type thing And really it, the, the the biggest importance is um, Working on Who you want to be first And where you want to go Because there's no way to know how you going to get somewhere if you don't know where you want to go i think everyone can objectively agree to that so really it becomes a a question of intent how many times are they going to repeat this fucking chorus as soon as you're done with this podcast look up the song sick of the same old love and listen to how many times they repeat the fucking chorus that shows how i'm so sick of the same old chorus should be, should be the parody <laughs> mercilessly that song is over um so sorry where was i um the music is so distracting i'm so sorry so it it, then it becomes you know what what's your intent every morning whether it be when you're walking to the office or with your friends or with your family or like like why did you get up this morning one of my favorite elon musk quotes is there needs to be reason you get up in the morning and it can't just be to solve every miserable problem you gotta wake up and believe that something great's gonna happen today. And you're gonna be able to do the things you wanna do in your life. And inspire the people you wanna inspire. Create the things you wanna create. Make the changes. Right the wrongs. Leave the legacy you wanna leave. Um, and a lot of that has to do with intent. And I feel like I don't. I, I feel like I definitely don't think about my intentions enough. Meaning, I don't think about like when I, like when i skip the gym for example what are my intentions when i skip the gym or when i go out and spend more money than i should or drink when i shouldn't be drinking and like when i'm doing stupid shit what are my intentions when i do those things really whether it be consciously or subconsciously my intention is to fucking have fun but at the same time fucking throwing myself off of my goals of that path that I'm trying to create so it's really a question around once you figure out where you want to go how are you going to get there and what are your intentions every morning to get you there there's another quote that comes to mind Um, you should either every day you should either be taking a step forward or bettering yourself so you can take a step forward tomorrow Um, and I do not do that (laughs) I definitely do not do that um, and then the last one was, how do you stay the course? And I think this is a little bit further on in the in the journey, and I'm not sure I'm there. But once you figure out who you want to be, where you want to go, and your game plan to get there, how do you stay the course? How do you stay in your own head? How do you stay fucking tunnel vision? How do you not listen to other people's bullshit? Um, all those things. So, staying the course, um, a lot of it has to do with things like consistency, and better dealing with adversity, um, you know, not giving a fuck what other people have. Uh, So I talked about a quote that my old branch manager, like eight years ago, told me. Uh, She said, Robert, every minute you spend thinking about what someone else has, is taking away from time that you could be building something for yourself. So a lot of staying the course is just focusing on you, being the better version of you, bettering yourself today, um, preparing yourself today, getting your head in the right space. Um, so that's, and I think that's a little bit further on in the journey, but a lot of it, a lot of it's just like blocking out the noise and, and believing in yourself and your intuition, which is not always easy to do. Um, not always easy to do. Um, and then I went in the talk, I went on and talked about the idea of adversity and, and, more importantly, resilience in adversity. So I talked about, I don't know if I ever mentioned this on the podcast, but uh, my brother passed away about five years ago. And in the in the talk, I said, one thing I've been trying to learn since then, the narrative I've, I've been trying to create since then, is that adversity, a lot of people think of the adversity in their life as a pair of handcuffs, as an anchor as their disadvantage, as the thing that's holding them back. And what I'm trying to teach people, and it's what I've learned in myself, is that adversity is not a disadvantage. Adversity can be an opportunity if you let it be your opportunity. It's, it, is all, it is all between your two temples. It is all in your head. Um, I have seen people go through what I've gone through, and it has fucking buried them. And I have seen people go through what I've gone through, And it has set them on fire, and they have become the greatest version of themselves. Um, But it was all choice. It was all, how am I going to react to this? You didn't choose for that shit to happen to you, but you can choose how you're going to react to it. So I've spent a lot of time trying to teach people adversity can be the thing that allows you to get up ten times better than you were before. Adversity can be the thing that allows you to become the greatest version of yourself if you let it do that. I don't think a lot of people do that, I don't think a lot of people think of the adversity in their life as fuel, as a spark, as a push in the back, as doing some shit that can really um, propel you to become the greatest version of yourself. And that's the big part about staying on course, is not letting adversity throw you off, not letting adversity um, get you off your game, and allowing adversity to allow you to become the greatest version of yourself. All of that happens if you let it. That's definitely the biggest thing I've learned over the past five years since my brother passed away. Um, adversity can go one of two ways. It can hold you down or it can push you forward. That's. You You hold the cards. Um, yeah, you hold the cards. Now that shitty song. Why well, you gotta be so rude is on. Um, Yeah, let's leave it there Hopefully you guys gain some value out of it I've got a lot of people coming up to me at work Saying they they really enjoyed it So um, that really makes me happy That that really makes me happy So, yeah um, Plug of the week uh, This week Um, I'm not sure what the plug of the week is I think the plug of the week will be A really funny YouTube video I've seen uh, if you're bored on YouTube, which if you're not if you're on youtube you're bored because why else would you be on YouTube? Look up david Letterman McDonald's or David Letterman Taco Bell, ideally both, but if you only have time for one, just pick one. I think the Mcdonald's one is funnier, but it's old school David Letterman like early nineties late eighties early nineties um he took over a drive through in a McDonald's and he's just fucking hilarious fucking hilarious my generation kind of only saw old David Letterman where he kind of just mailed in his interviews he was he was Jimmy Fallon all the shit Jimmy Fallon's doing now with late night all these skits and everything David Letterman was doing that 30 years ago just no one fucking talks about it Um, so look that up David Letterman uh, McDonald's or David Letterman Taco Bell hilarious Um, yeah that's it for me this week hopefully next week I get some more exciting uh, product updates Uh, hope you enjoy the content uh, hope you enjoy your long weekend if you're in Canada. Um, and yeah, that's it for me. We'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, thanks for listening. Take care. We'll talk soon. Bye.